0: And now. and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio.
1: Rolling through a Monday here on Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency, Elijah Herbal, and Connor Clark with you for today's show. As Schmidty has the afternoon off, he'll be back with us the rest of the week. As uh, we laid it out in the first segment, we'll be up at the course at Indian Creek for the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Uh, the rest of the week, as we'll have. Practice rounds on Wednesday. We'll be watching a uh, Pro-Am as well on Tuesday. And then the tournament as a whole gets going on Thursday. So you can come hang out with us 4-6 to at the 17th Green. That's where we'll be. We're excited to see you up there. But uh, football on our minds today as we had Husker coaches and players meet with the media today. We heard a little bit from Matt Rule back in that first segment. And we'll get a little bit more from Matt Rule here before we get to coach Evan Cooper as... He dove into the, the secondary, uh, especially with the news that Miles Farmer is going to be leaving the team. That's a big topic of discussion for us last week. He, he feels good about the safeties, and really feels good about the entire defensive back room. As there's a lot of inexperienced guys in that room, but a lot of guys that he feels good about as he's seen their first week of fall camp.
2: I think the safeties are one of our strengths. You know, Giff, uh, Isaac Gifford's. I mean, he is he's an alpha back there right now. Uh, he's had an amazing summer. Um, real, I mean, the jump that I've seen Giff make his mentality um you know you don't really realize until we did time and day how athletic he is you know I mean, he's a 35 inch vertical 10 10 and a half broad four or five guy i mean he's he's a he's a multi-year probably nfl player you know in terms of his talent and his mindset's come a long way with it in terms of just being hey, taking control back there um you know so you know Deshaun Singleton's playing really well you know Omar Brown you know, we, we got a lot of guys back there and I'm really pleased with the young guys the, the young people we brought in so um, I think we have a lot of players you can play we have a lot of flexibility um, Tommy Hill is just Tommy Hill's probably the turnaround guy from the time I got here till now um he's, one of the, he's become one of the leaders I think on the defense and so we have between Newsom, him and, and Hartsock, we have some guys that can play multiple positions as well so uh, I like our I like our strength in the secondary I think we're going to be really good
1: and kind of quickly, before we dive into that that thought as a whole, Matt Rule asked, you're, you're throwing Isaac Gifford in there along with the other safeties. Did he make the move to safety?
2: The, Rose, Rovers a safety in my mind. Like, um, you, know, like we, you know, we go to the post player. He's going to be in the post. Like, you know, before he was playing like that nickel Sam in last year's defense, he's not that. I mean, he's, he's in the back end. So he might drop down in the box. He might be a deep third player. He might be a half player. He might be playing man. So to me, uh, Giff gives you the ability to play all of those positions, right? So... Um, you know, obviously, he was in a battle in the spring. You know, he, he's the guy right now, and it might, you know, we're trying to get the other guys behind him, ready to push him, and we'll always just play the best three safeties.
1: So when you think about that, the flexibility, of the three-three-five, Connor. I think Isaac Gifford is the guy that represents that. With you know what, third and medium, third and long, he's going to be playing as a defensive back. But second and five, third and short, he's going to be down the box playing that linebacker role. He's he's that the flexible. Guy that can really do it all that you think of when you think of the three three five, and I think that's why Matt Rule hops up there and talks about you know what this could be an NFL guy. We're really happy with what we've seen from Isaac Gifford, and uh, as he kind of laid out back in the fir- first segment, Eric Fields is a guy that we feel good about too. Once we get him there, uh, he's he's working at it. But Isaac Gifford there, along with Eric Fields, being two guys that really define what that three
0: three five should be in terms of its flexibility. When well, it's nice to hear that guys are stepping up after the departure of Miles Farmer. Now, obviously, it's a big loss, but at the same time, and you mentioned the flexibility of, of Isaac Gifford in, in particular, I mean, he could move up in the box, he can go back in the secondary, he can play man, he can play zone, he can do this, he can do that based on the situation on the field. And he'll probably be one of three, four guys that can do that for you by the end of the season once everybody really gets a full year of the three, three, five under their belt. I mean, this is a defense that has been described as positionless, it's a defense that has a lot of different variations. You can use a lot of different personnel out there as well. So I'm, I'm pretty interested to see what this looks like um, August 31st. I mean, this is going to be really interesting. Throw a new look out there for these Big Ten teams to see that they really haven't seen from Nebraska. Um, so I'm excited to see what this can do for this team and just the versatility of some certain guys, including Gifford, as, again, rule highlighted in that clip, um, to, to see what he can do whether that's in the box, in the secondary, on third down, on first down. It's going to be really interesting.
1: And versatility is an interesting word to use whenever you you hear what Evan Cooper had to say this morning. He talked about the fact that this defensive backroom is going to be cross-training. Guys that are playing cornerback, you know what? They're going to be ready to step up as a safety. Guys that are playing safety, they're going to be ready to go as – a rover like say Gifford or, or uh, even a corner as well the, the cross training is something we heard a whole bunch from the offensive line in recent years we heard a little bit about it with the defensive back room, but it's something that Evan Cooper is really really emphasizing here to start fall camp
3: uh, like I said before those guys they're all just DBs you know I want to get them all ready you know I might need Malcolm at safety I might need Quentin at safety at, at some point I may need Tommy at safety at some point so as much the more that they can do the more they can do so I just want to cross train them and make sure that they know what they're doing. If I have to throw them in an emergency case, something like that. Uh, The Rover's a little different. I kind of cross train the safeties at Rover, but the rest of it is all the same thing.
1: So there's uh, defensive back coach Evan Cooper on, on what he wants from his defensive backroom. It's kind of that versatility. That's the buzzword with the 3, three 5 It's not just with your linebackers. It's with your, your secondary as well, according to Evan Cooper. He dove into some of the individual guys, uh, including Gifford, who as you heard Matt Rule just say, called him an NFL guy. He dives into uh, a few of those guys, Corey Collier, Omar Brown, Tommy Hill. Thoughts on them coming here in just a second. But first, uh, what Evan Cooper has seen from Gifford and why Matt Rule kind of sees him as one of those NFL guys.
3: Everything I need to see. Uh, he's tough. He's competitive. He works his butt off. He's relentless. He's disciplined. He's a violent player. Um, he's the captain of that, of that group. You know, he's trying to push us to somewhere we haven't been. So I appreciate that from him.
1: More on Gifford and his development, the strides he's made this offseason.
3: Uh, he's growing more, com- more confident in himself. And, uh, and he's stepping out of his shell a little bit more. You know, getting on the guys and trying to push him. Like I said, he wants it really bad. You know, he wants it as bad as I do, and he's bringing the group along. So, yeah, it's been good.
1: So, Isaac Gifford is going to be a big piece of this defense in 2023. And uh, you you look at some other places, though, on that defense, especially that safety room. Who's going to step up there? Gifford, as that rover spot, kind of a safety hybrid between safety and linebacker. But somebody's got to fill the shoes of uh, Miles Farmer after his departure. Three options, Tommy Hill, Omar Brown, and Corey Collier. You'll hear a thought on each from defensive backs coach Evan Cooper. We'll start it off with Tommy Hill. Consistency. You
3: know, I think that's where it starts. You know, those guys just coming and showing up, being the same guy every day, attacking it, trying to work hard, you know, trying to be the brand that we set for ourselves. And I think he's done that. Uh, quite honestly, I think the entire group's done that. So I like the direction that we're headed in.
1: His thoughts on Omar Brown and his potential to fill that, that safety spot.
3: Yeah, I think Omar's could be one of our better players. Uh, again, the day in, day out. You know, he's trying, he's working at it. Uh, he's very gifted, you know, and we'll pull him through it. We'll pull him through it. He's just got to keep working, and that's it.
1: And Corey Collier, uh, the Florida transfer, who we think, at least I talked about last week as being that guy that probably is the most like-for-like with Miles Farmer in terms of build and in terms of what he brings to a football field.
3: Just an everyday grind. You know how it is. Some people are ready uh, before others. You know, it takes some time for some people. Um, he's just attacking it every day. You know, I'm proud of his effort. He's been working fighting through some injuries and that's it. That's all I can ask for. I have zero problems with Corey's physicality. He is a physical person. He wants to be tough. He wants to be physical. Zero problems with that. It's just a day-to-day grind. you know. All players go through it. It's just a day-to-day.
1: So when when finding that starter in the safety room, what's Evan Cooper going to be looking for?
3: I like to fuel the competitive fire. I want him to be competitive. I want him to fight, nail and tooth and claw and scratch for everything they get. I want him to compete at everything because that's what life is just showing up and competing that's it so that's how the room is going and that's what I me mean, I'm excited about it I'm looking forward to seeing it.
1: So that's Evan Cooper discussing that safety spot and what he wants uh, from a safety now that Miles Farmer has departed. And Connor, we haven't gotten a chance to get your thoughts on the Miles Farmer departure, what it means. And we now get some thoughts from the, the coaching staff. How comfortable do you feel with what that safety room can be now that F- Miles Farmer's out the door? It's a room that it's got guys that have played a good amount of football and guys that have been around the program for a while. When you think of uh, Tommy Hill, whenever you think of. Uh, Omar Brown. These are guys that have been in a college program for a long time, but they haven't ever quite put that on the field, especially during their time at Nebraska. What are your thoughts on what that safety room is shaping up to be in 2023? Because the defensive back room was something that we felt was almost set in stone entering fall camp. You thought you had a good four with uh, with Newsom, with Miles Farmer, with Malcolm Hartzog, and then uh, with Marquise Buford once he fully returns from injury. You thought you had that four set in stone, and now you're you're listening to to comments from the coaches it feels a little bit more wide open than that what's your your level of concern or I guess on the flip side it could be what's your level of optimism for that defensive back room
0: obviously there's a hole in the room with the departure of Farmer and I think that the whole thing that went down and his you know transfer that came of it I mean yeah it's disappointing but at the same time I mean it is what it is and, and guys have to step up and I like the fact that there is I guess parody if you will in that room I mean it's not necessarily a bad thing and you just heard the word compete I mean I think that's important because now that you have a guy that leaves and I mean there's another spot open for the taking right and you need guys to go after it and that's something that This team in the past couple of years, I feel like has kind of lacked a little bit is that competitive edge, not that they don't want to compete at all. And that's not what I'm saying, but they could raise that level. And the fact that they're able to do that now, I think is a good thing. And again, a a concern is the fact that farmers no longer there, but the optimism is. Who can step into that role, and how can they flourish? I mean, we just talked about freshman offensive linemen stepping into a role potentially. It's kind of the same thing here. It doesn't necessarily have to be a freshman, but somebody maybe didn't play as much last year. Now they get their chance to try and step into that starting role. How do they flourish in that role? How do they get the repetitions? How do they you know, conduct themselves in practice? How do they make sure that they are ready in case their number is called to go be in that starting 11 group in Minneapolis about two and a half weeks from today. So um, that's, I think, the optimistic part of it is saying, hey, go after it. If you want this spot, you got to come take it. And I think that's a good message to be preaching within your locker room and within your position group.
1: Well, and the the message that you're preaching is essentially the fact that that none of this is set in stone yet. Yeah, there's guys that have played a lot of football here, but if the Miles Farmer situation is any example, just because you played a lot of football doesn't mean you're going to be a presumptive right. starter. You have to do things the right way on and off the field if you want to earn that role. And Evan Cooper, more from him, is he talks about that depth chart. It's, it's not even close to being finalized in his mind. He's not worried about the depth chart. He's worried about development, finding guys who compete, the, guys, the type of guys that they want to have on the football field, and that will kind of play itself out as fall camp goes on. But as of right now, that's not his concern.
3: Uh, so right now, we I'm just trying to lay the foundation as far as training camp is concerned. I'm not really worried about the depth chart. You know, those things, they play, it'll play itself out all the way through season, like midway through the season. I won't know, you know, and we'll just keep working at it, keep shuffling them around and just see who's available and who's accountable. And then we'll go from there.
1: Last thought from Cooper here as he lays out, Kind of, yeah, I'm laying the foundation here early in fall camp. What is that foundation? What do you want from your defensive backs?
3: Just consistency, you know, being an everyday guy, being the same guy every day. Um, you know, to get it gets tough during the season, I just want to see who I'll be able to count on. That's it. Those guys that show up every day, those are the guys who I want
1: to go to war with. So, that's thoughts from defensive back coach Evan Cooper following uh, Nebraska's Monday practice as. Uh, I think that'll do it for us here, Connor, in a a first hour in terms of thoughts from the coaches. A lot to get into there from Rural and from Coop. We'll have some more thoughts as the week goes on as uh, plenty of media availability. We'll have some thoughts, though, on Big Ten expansion, the Pac-12, the ACC. That's all coming your way here later this hour. It's Hail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency.